0: That's NOOM.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Let's talk about baseball
1: and welcome back everybody to another episode of the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com we are here to get you ready for thursday march 30th and for those that are sleeping under a rock it's opening day folks it is here, it is upon us we're going to recap some of the news from wednesday the 29th as well as give a little bit of a look ahead give some dfs targets talk the weather talk so much because we got real baseball real baseball on tap and, uh, for us, it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at BD Intric. All my work is tweeted out there. Too many times to check out, so please do that. And the reception from you guys has been amazing. Thank you very much. guys and gals. Thank you very very much. It's been great to uh, be a part of this for two days. I can't wait for an entire season to really get to know you guys and see if you really still like me by then. But it's gonna be a blast. Again, keep the keep the the input coming. I'm I'm gonna do my best to help everybody out. That's got uh, questions for me. DMs are open, so slide on in if you got some. Uh, let's talk about some recent news for you uh, as we get ready for opening day. Some positive news. We'll start off with the best news I think we've heard in a little while. It's Liam Hendricks. He's not going on the 60-day IL. And there was a recent uh, podcast I was listening to. Forgive me, I forget who it was. But uh, Lance Lynn is a big friend, and he's big. He's a big guy, and I can say that. But he's a big, big friend of Liam Hendricks. He's been in touch with him quite a bit. And I guess Liam's been kind of throwing on the side just to kind of, you know, kill the time and stay, stay active. But he's been super. Uh, um, I'm going to say he Liam Hendricks has been super optimistic that he's going to return way sooner than people think. And he Liam Hendricks on this show I heard with Lance Lynn was shooting for late May, early June. Thus, sixty days would not allow that to happen, folks. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the fact that Hendricks is already feeling good enough for that, that means the doctors are letting him feel good enough for that. That he's optimistic at that. Let's say at worst it's mid-June, like early July even, before the All-Star break. That's outstanding. We thought Liam Hendricks was out for the year. Way more important things to worry about than baseball. Don't get me wrong. Our cancer stinks. There's no way around that. Um, we've all been affected by it one way or another. So for the fact that Liam Hendricks has a chance to come back and pitch at all this season is outstanding. A chance to come back and potentially be the stud closer we want knew him to be is even crazier And the fact it might be without even a 60-day IL stint is just bonkers. So good for Liam Hendricks. Um, You have to throw a fancy twist on that because that's what we do. He's worth a stash if you still have drafts coming up, if he's on the waiver wire. If you can afford to stash him, you're going to stash Liam Hendricks because he is elite, elite when healthy. And that's still a big if. You're still gambling on a lot of things. A lot of setbacks can happen. But where where we are at on March 30th, some of the best news we've heard in a long time, Liam Hendricks, Not on the 60 DIL. We might see him before the All Star break, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing stuff. Um, Just medicals of modern science, whatever you want to call it. It's great to see Liam, who's an amazing human being, a great pitcher, just all the things we want in baseball, he, he brings to the table. So hopefully the recovery keeps staying steady and quick, and we get to see him sooner rather than later. All right. Marlins manager, Skip Schumacher dropped some closer committee news we all love to hear um you know some of us thought it was Dylan Floro before they trade him they have AJ Puck Tanner Scott's got some usage in the back well Skip Schumacher flat out said Tanner Scott AJ Puck Dylan Floro are all in the mix for saves well yes Captain Obvious we knew that yeah we got gotcha. you um what I will say though is I'm the AJ Puck guy I got I drafted Dylan Floro in many leagues because I, I believe you know maybe you get 10-15 saves if you're lucky they trade him boom Puck's the best reliever in that bullpen. I've been saying for years with the Oakland Athletics, when they kept trying to start him and get him hurt, just make Puck your closer. Give him two pitches and let him go. Like so, let's see how that works this year. I'm a big fan of that scenario. I thought it was really funny. I like to chuckle. I'm a sarcastic person. I talked about yesterday how Kristen Pache was designated for assignment by the Oakland Athletics, and it was a big topic of conversation in the pitcherless Discord. Again, if you join PL Pro, great stuff. You get all the amazing tools, the projections, the daily projections, everything. Plus, you get to be a member in the Discord, which is always great. But um, Kristen Pache just pops up with less than 24 hours of my last recording, and he's been traded to the Philadelphia Phillies, who are in need of some depth. So keep an eye on that. Am I going to try to add him right away? No, not a chance. Not a chance. I think we've seen who Kristen Pache is, but that ballpark could help him. So there's something that, that made me chuckle that I share with you guys. Always good stuff. Jordan Walker was announced by Coach Marmol, Manager Marmol, that uh, Jordan Walker will be in the starting lineup on Thursday. Er, We knew that already. Just he clarified it. The one that's more important to me, a couple here, Juan Soto, Bob Melvin, the manager for the San Diego Padres, flat out said Juan Soto will be starting in his normal spot for the San Diego Padres on Thursday. So that means the batting practice session went good and we get Juan Soto back in our life. The other one I mentioned on uh, Wednesday's show is Juan Moncada was doing some backfield work and whatnot. That went swimmingly. He will be starting on an opening day as well. So you don't have to worry about the Jake Burgers. You don't have to worry about the Hansel Alberto's of the world. Not yet. So Yoan Moncada will be starting there as well. Buck Showalter uh, of the New York manager of the New York Mets hints that David Robertson, who most of us thought as well, will be getting the bulk of the save chances. He hinted. Let me clarify that. He hinted. Uh, but Adam Adovino, Brooks Raley, and even Drew Smith. That was a new name that really has not been discussed many times in the closing carousel. Could see ninth inning action. Smith's a great closer or great reliever. I think it's the um, Robertson show followed by Autovino and Rayleigh. Rayleigh's really good too. So keep an eye on all those scenarios. But um, yeah, Robertson's a dude. Pretty much said that in a roundabout way on Wednesday. Uh, The other situation in Milwaukee with Tyron Taylor injuries and other situations with the Brew crew, Brian Anderson, it was announced, will play right field, quote unquote, quite a lot to start the season. So it's good in a couple levels. It gets Brian Anderson regular playing time. It'll get him third-base outfit eligibility, which is great. And it leaves Luis Urias alone at third base to do his thing because that was always my thing. It's like, don't bring Brian Anderson in here to ruin Luis Urias' playing time. That is horrible. So it makes shares of Luis Urias, who I was a big fan of for his second-base shortstop, third-base eligibility later in drafts, much more important situation there. So big fan of that. All right, before we take a look at the weather on opening day, some DFS targets, and much, much more, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you on the First Pitch Podcast.
0: Most weight loss programs are short-term fixes, but the problem is managing your weight needs a long-term solution, and that's what makes Noom different. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight today and in the future. 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com to sign up for your trial today. Sometimes it can feel like food has an emotional control over you. Well, it's time to show your food who's boss with Noom. Noom uses science and personalization And based on a sample of 4272 numers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com. That's n o o m.com to sign up for your trial today. All right, everybody, we are back on the First Pitch Podcast and
1: let's take a moment to be joined like we will be every single day by the one the only Mark Paquette to give us a daily dose of the weather. Thank you very much. Welcome to opening day. I'm going to have some enthusiasm here because it's going to be doubly good because the weather isn't that bad. It looked like a few days ago it could have some major problems but things haven't developed like that and well, like I said, that's good news. Uh, looking at it, we could see a few showers north of Wrigley as the Cubs host the Brewers. But that the, the area itself and the game should play as normal. And we're going to have a few showers around for the Rockies at the Padres for an afternoon game. But again, I don't think there's any major problems there in terms of the delay or postponement. Probably some of the nicest weather is going to be found in Kansas City, where it's relatively mild in the mid-60s, and there's a nice breeze blowing out to left. Thank you very much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And we are back. Thank you, Mark, for the wonderful information there. And He mentioned the rain in San Diego, and I do some DFS work on the side, and I said, I'm just treating the main 11-game slate like 10-game slates, lots of rain chances, boom. About uh, later in the evening on Wednesday, the they announced that the Padres-Rockies game, not canceled yet, will be pushed back to 6.40 p.m. Eastern time due to, to a gigantic threat of rain. So keep an eye on that one. Still might get pushed back. But uh, that game will not be starting at 4.05 Eastern, 1.05 Pacific time. That got pushed back about two and a half hours. Might get pushed back more. Might get pushed into Friday. So keep that one in mind because most teams have Friday off. Actually, Colorado and San Diego don't. They play four games this week. So that'll be interesting as well. All right, some DFS targets to potentially look at on this wonderful first opening day action here. Um, I love any time I can stack against Patrick Corbin. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, there is some as you mentioned with Mark mentioned with some of the weather, so you got some cold situations. Washington's not one of them as cold as others. I like Austin Riley quite a bit against Corbin. You like Ozzy Albies versus Lefties, so there's a lot to like in that scenario. I will mention um I play primarily DraftKings. So when I mention DFS, I'm going to mention DraftKings pricing. I apologize ahead of time for those that play other formats. I can't keep up with all of them. But um, Trevor Larnack, the Twins actually came out with their lineup on Wednesday night for Thursday. It came out like Wednesday afternoon Pacific time. So Trevor Larnack, who made the club, had a good spring. He is hitting cleanup, and he is on DraftKings at twenty nine hundred dollars. That is a very very cheap. Jose Miranda is hitting fifth. He is thirty three hundred dollars. You have value in that Minnesota lineup, and the weather is very conducive to hitting. It's gonna be it's gonna be sixty seven, one of the hotter spots on the slate with the wind blowing out. So keep an eye on that one and then anytime you can get to great american small park it's always great i like mitch keller we all like the mitch keller story there's no denying that but you can get tj frido and jake fraley very very cheap uh frido leading off fraley doing his thing in the middle of the order power speed combos great american small park gigantor fan of that whole scenario on the bump there's a lot to love nick will go over all of it on his morning shows but it's opening day. It's the day of aces. This is what we get. So it's like grasping at straws. Is there going to be a great streamer in pitching? Not really. I guess we can hope uh, Edward, Eduardo Rodriguez has increased velocity and in spring training continues. He doesn't walk a bunch of guys and does good against Tampa Bay, who is a team that has struggled from time to time against lefties in the past. That's one you could look at with Erod. That's definitely an option. Um, If I'm looking at a pure DraftKings DFS exposure situation – you know, Max Scherzer is kind of affordable, but he's pricey. I just take the cheap guys in the middle that I think are underpriced. you got Aaron Nola at $8,100 at the Texas Rangers in that dome. I love that. Max Freed against the horrific Nationals lineup at $8,100. That is a great play in Max Freed. And then Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan, coming in at $7,900 is a, is a big one for me. I know there was concerns. He had the injuries to end last season, but the velocity looks great in spring. He went, I think, four, maybe five in his last outing. He was looking really, really good there. So Shane O'Mac at 79 against the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, I'll take my chances there. So you can do like a Shane O'Mac max free combo and have a lot of money to spend on bats. And I am a gigantic fan of that situation. What am I looking forward to an opening day? Well, you can start with baseball starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. My time 1 o'clock Eastern going through the entire day. That sounds pretty amazing for a guy that loves baseball. That's simple. If you want to keep it simple, that's what it is. Well, let's have a little more fun. Like I mentioned, it's a day of aces, and not every matchup has like two elites. Like I'm not like in love with McClanahan versus Erod. It's great. I want to see what's happened, but not there are some great ones though. There are some really, really phenomenal matchups. I'll go Homer out the gate, Giants at Yankees. You get to see Brandon Webb, who I think is gonna take another step again this year. I've talked about it on some of my shows. He's a pitcher now. We've seen it throughout his years of development. One year he's throwing the fastball more, he's getting more strikeouts. Then another year, he's throwing different off-speed pitches. He's not striking out as many guys, but he's going deeper into games, picking up Ws, doing the things pitchers do. And then we even saw at times last year um, when he was struggling with some of the off-speed pitches later in the season, his velocity came back up and he was striking more guys out and being more effective that way. He is becoming a pitcher. And he's working on a new pitch this spring training that can make him an even bigger pitcher. So I'm very, very excited to see what uh, what Logan Webb has as he faces Garrett Cole. In the Bronx, so Garrett Cole should the entire Yankees all weekend should have a field day going up against that Giants offense. But that's a fun one to start off your day. That's one of the early games, one of the doozies. Depending on what Jacob Degrom situation is, he had a kind of quick you know spring training, a couple starts, nothing crazy. But we get Aaron Nola head to head against Jacob Degrom. That's glorious at all levels. I wish they were both stretched out fully, which was like October. But we'll deal with this. This is great. Nola DeGrom. Nola's one of my favorite guys in fantasy here's He's a top five pitcher for me. Uh, this is a big, big one here. In Miami, an NL East battle. Mad Max Scherzer for Sandy Alcantara, the NL, the reigning NL Cy Young champion. That's a big one. That's an awesome game. The Marlins are <laughs> touting it as like the greatest pitching matchup ever seen in Little Havana or something. It's great, but looking forward to that one. You got Dylan Cease coming off that monster year. Some are still suspect. You know, is he still walking too many guys? Did he get lucky? So on and so forth. Going into Houston, no Altuve and company, but still a really good lineup. Kyle Tucker, my man. Going up against Frammer Valdez. That's a fun one. Can Cease continue where he left off? And it's Frammer just this innings-eating machine that gets the job done. Looking forward to that. And then in the evening, it doesn't stop because it's a day of aces. You got the D backs, Dodgers. D backs might be a little better this year. Dodgers still going to be very good, but might, they're not the Dodgers of old. You got Zach Gallen versus Julio Urias. Really, really fun one there. And the one I'm looking forward to, I'll be recording a show Thursday night, plus this show, plus I got three shows Thursday night. I'll have the game on in the background. There's no doubt about that. Cleveland Guardians at the Seattle Mariners. Shane Bieber versus Luis Castillo. That is the game of games, and that is a great way to end the evening. So we start with Webb Cole, Dola DeGrom, Scherzer Alcantara, and we end with Gallon Bieber, Castillo. Baseball's back, baby. Baseball's back. It's going to be absolutely awesome. A couple side notes I mentioned. You know, I still want to see how Shane McClanahan does. Looking forward to that. And if you need an extra excuse to watch an evening game, if for some reason those other ones don't entice your fancy, yeah, Shohei Otani. Anytime Shohei's on the field pitching or hitting, it's great. He's pitching against probably the worst offense in baseball, the Oakland Athletics, the worst offense in all of baseball. So that's another way to end the evening. If you want Shohei, he's playing. He's pretty stretched out because of the World Baseball Classic, but if he was fully stretched out, I'm thinking like 12Ks, six shutout, seven shutout, like just flat dealing. We might get five and ten. <laughs> so it's going to be a glorious situation. It's in Oco too, so ball ain't going very far. So a lot to like there. But that'll wrap us up, folks. I will have a full slate of recaps for you on Friday's show. We're just getting ready. The news is done. We have games. It is go time. Let's hope for health, for players in general, and for our fantasy teams. Let's have some fun. Pitchless will have you covered all season long. Great content from the art from, from all the writers of the articles. But PL Pro, become a member of PL Pro. You get into the Discord, of course. You get all the in-season tools. They're already talking about the Discord that – the projections for dfs they're live or they're, they're already done they will be live in the manana in the morning you got all kinds of great stuff over there at pl pro and they keep working on it to make it bigger and better every single season so go check it out become a member at pl pro for pitch list but that'll do it folks another episode in the books this was your first pitch podcast your opening day thursday march 30th edition catch you guys next time